Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's your boy Guru from Steiny and Guru, noon to three, right here on 95.7 The Game. Now back to my two guys. I actually feel like I do a show with them on the changeover. Willard and Dibs, right here on 95.7 The Game. You know what you are, Goo? You're relevant. That's what you are. Nice. And uh, relevant uh. t-shirts with the uh, Brock Purdy 13 number all baked in are brand new, hot off the presses, and ready to go at 957thegameshop.com. And in fact, Cason and Pacifica, we see you. Bought two of them yesterday. Go get those right now. Get a Willard and Dibs. What are you doing t-shirt? Any of it? Fun holiday gift or hell? Just get yourself something nice because you're a good person. And you know what? Gosh darn it, people like you. <laughs> nice. So, do yeah. it, Smalley. Yeah, just do it. Just do it, okay? Do it. Do Gosh it. Darn it. Um, here's another good person. We really enjoyed talking to him the first time. He came on the show. Let's do it again. His name's Robert Turman, former Seahawks running back, joining us here live on Willard and Dibs. And Robert, you know, we said it off the top of our show. This one, Thursday night, Brock Purdy coming off of injury. He is going to play division matchup, uh, desperate team. It's got all the makings that we sports fans uh, point to when we think of what's called a trap game. Player standpoint, did you ever experience a trap game, and do you ever see it before it happens? Uh, I've experienced trap games as a player, yes. You don't really necessarily see them coming because each week you're focused on preparing the same way that you do every week. I'm going to have to disagree with you just a little bit on this game being somewhat of a trap game. I understand the 49ers are having a good year, and they're on a roll, and the Seahawks, on the other hand, on a three-game losing streak. But overall, if you look at the Seahawks season, uh, it's still been pretty good. They're still in the playoff fight. I think a trap game would be more somebody like the Bears or someone who is not in the race, completely having a down year and just out of it. So I don't even really see this as a trap game. This is going to be, I mean, this is obviously a big game for both teams, but particularly for the Hawks because of the way that they've been struggling lately. Yeah, and maybe just because the Hawks have been home and the Niners coming off a short week having to travel from the Bay Area up to a place where they've lost 15 of 18. What does Seattle need to do in terms of limiting this Brock Purdy-led Niner attack? Well, 
the, the thing that they've been struggling to do the most is stop the run defensively. And, you know, we know the 49ers, regardless of who the running back has been, and they just so happen to have one of the best in all of the NFL right now, Christian McCaffrey. And so the focus is really going to have to be on stopping him and seeing if Brock Purdy can then uh, kind of take the reins of the offense and, and lead the team to victory, which I think he can. I think he's shown a, a, enough on tape that, you know, shoot, man, he can really be a starting quarterback for a long time in the NFL if he got that opportunity. So for the, for the Seahawks, it's going to be about stopping the run. And then on the offensive side of the ball, you know, Geno's having a good year, not concerned about the passing game at all, but Kenneth Walker coming back off from the injury. Uh, they haven't been able to run the ball either. Uh, and so that's going to be a big, you know, a big indication for this game as well for them. Robert, I, I certainly don't want to draw a, a line between the fourth round and the seventh round of the draft. I think those are two different things. However, uh, that, that is considered a, a, a later draft pick. You were a fourth rounder, and so I, I wonder what your experience was. What's it like when you're not a first or a second rounder, the journey to getting your team to believe in what you can do? What, what was that like for you? Yeah, no, I mean, it starts in practice. You know, I remember as a, as a young rookie even, you know, I came in, they drafted me to be the number two guy behind Marshawn. And, uh, and then, you know, as, as a young player, you, you're still learning, like, what your, what your routine is on a daily basis. And, you know, routine, routine breeds consistency within your game. And when you don't have one, you seem to be inconsistent. It's normal for a young player. And I ended up getting demoted down to, like, third string, Leon Washington, who was a veteran at the time, ended up taking my spot. Now, you know, I ended up getting back, but you have to earn those, you know, you have to earn those ways and those stripes within your teammates. And if you're not able to do it in the game, then you certainly got to do it in practice every opportunity that you get. And the big opportunity has been given to Geno Smith. And how impressed have you been by what he's been able to do where Seattle is a little bit of a laughing stock going into the season with Russell Wilson leaving and everyone wondering what they do at quarterback and Geno Smith has taken the thing by the horns and run with it. I was always confident in Seattle. I felt like at the beginning of the season that they would win seven games at least and nine games at the most, you know, with the potential to be in a, uh, a position to be a wild card spot. Now, nobody expected the Rams to have the season that they're having. And so I thought Seahawks would probably come in third behind the Niners and Rams in the NFC West. Uh, but it looks like it's going to be one, two, which is good for them uh, because they'll be in there. You know, they're still in the playoff hunt, but um, you know, they still have some cornerstone pieces. I've, I've had an opportunity to train with Gino down in uh, Florida, you know, and uh, you know, we were teammates in 2019 for a short time, trained with them that following season down at the system eight in Miami and you know, just seeing just seeing the kind of work ethic that he puts in, man. Like the 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 unscheduled hours, uh, and so I'm not surprised that he's having the season that he's having this year. Robert, do you think he's the quarterback of the Seahawks again next year? I I think so. I I, I do think so, especially if they make the playoffs. You know, winning is uh, is is a big indication for you know decisions that you're going to make. The following year, you know, if you're sitting in those uh, decision-making seats and, you know, making the playoffs as opposed to not making the playoffs is a big deal. You know, I think another example of that is uh, from a coaching standpoint, like Brandon Staley with the Chargers. It's like, you know, you got Justin Herbert, you got all these weapons, but you ain't been to the playoffs. If you don't make the playoffs this year, 
you may not have a job anymore, although your record as a head coach overall has been, you know, pretty decent. The team is progressing. So, you know, I think for Gino, uh, making the playoffs is going to be a huge part of that that choice for the Seahawks next year. The, the extension of that question is how would you handicap the quarterback's situations in, in the NFC West going forward, where if that's what you think about Seattle, Stafford's got an injury that's scary for his career, Kyler's now dealing with a torn ACL and a big contract, and the 49ers might have a, a you know a, a young guy battle between Brock Purdy and Trey Lance the way it's looking right now. What, what do you think this looks like over the next couple of years? Well, I'll start with the 49ers. The 49ers, you're the 49ers, you're, you're in the best situation of everybody. Yeah, two young quarterbacks, who, one who's proving he can play. The other one, unfortunately, hadn't had that opportunity, but at the end of the day, is a first-round pick. And then you have equity in Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know all of the other details of his contract, but uh, from my understanding, it's multi-year. They can still trade him in the offseason and get something back. What he did this year, despite the injury, was prove that he could play. So, uh, so that's good equity for the 49ers. You know, for the Rams, it's just about what Matthew Stafford decides he wants to do. You know, does he, you know, can, or, or can he do? Can he physically play? Uh, and does he want to play if he can? You know, that, that's a choice he has to make. But you do have, a, a, you know, what seems like to be a nice, formidable, short-term quarterback uh, in Baker Mayfield who may turn into a longer-term quarterback down the road. And if there's any coach that can get the best out of a quarterback, uh, it's probably Sean McVay. You know, he saw what he, what he was able to do with Jared Goff. They went all the way to the Super Bowl, for crying out loud. And so, um, and he's still playing some good ball in Detroit. So, and with Arizona, I thought they played, they paid Kyler Murray too early anyway. Uh, and now you're not, you're likely not going to have him for the entire season next season. Uh, so I don't, I don't know what they, what, what they do. They may, they may address the quarter. They're not going to get a, a young guy in the draft, you know, certainly not in the first round. Uh, and so it might be the Colt McCoy show next season. We'll see about that. And then, um, you know, for the Seahawks, listen, I think Gino signs a two or three year deal, uh, to remain the Seahawks quarterback, uh, for at least the near future. And, uh, and they go go draft the guys, you know, either this year or next year to maybe be the future after Gino. And maybe Arizona winds up with uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, who will be a free agent at the end of this year. Jimmy staying oh, in the division. Good one. Yeah, I mean, he's got to go somewhere. That's an interesting thought. Uh, Russell Wilson in Denver. Robert, I know he's a former teammate of yours and perhaps a friend, but what happened? Uh, it, you know, that's <laughs> so funny what happened. Uh, you know, listen, it just didn't work out this season, man. You know, it's, it's like new coach, new system, you know, new players, new quarterback, uh, and you think that this you know, you, you, you put two guys on a blind date and, and it's going to work out and it, and it doesn't. Sometimes it does and, and sometimes it doesn't. And this, from a philosophical standpoint, just didn't work out. The styles didn't match between, you know, Hackett and Russ. And somebody's got to go and it's likely going to be Hackett. Um, by the way, before you go, uh, and I know, you're, uh, I know you're a local guy. You're born in Oakland, right? I was born in Oakland, yeah. Okay. Uh, our, our YouTube feed is filled with people, and I see you never go full Jeff, and there's a bunch of guys right now that are all freaking out. Irvington High, Robert was a star. Say hi. Like, <laughs> your, 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 your past is listening right now, Robert. Uh, that's what's up. Well, shout out to Irvington High School, man, all the people I grew up with in Fremont, man. It's all mine. Beautiful. Hey, Robert, thank you for making time for us today. Great stuff. 
All right, my man. Take care. Okay, there it goes. Robert Turbin. Um, you know what? That question you asked him at the end is so funny because you can hear sort of the discomfort in, in even having to answer it when he's like, what happened? And, and he points to a marriage that just didn't work. And Russell Wilson's not going to be the one who gets let go. I mean, I know you've talked a lot about Kingsbury. I tell you what, Hackett, year one with the Broncos, this is probably one of those one-and-done situations. Especially with the division he's looking at. Like, it's not like you're close. I mean, this division is just fantastic. I'm not exactly sure what the Raiders are going to do with any tweaks going forward, but... The Chiefs are not going anywhere, and the Chargers are only getting better. Well, just the way that Denver has gone about being such a disaster with the early game management. Remember the timeout uh, situation with Denver earlier in the year oh where let all the time run off, and yeah. he tried like a 67-yard field goal, and just the the general gross mis- mismanagement of games, and then... Robert's right in terms of one of them has got to go, and if it's Russell Wilson or a first-year head coach, it's probably a no-brainer. I'd also say this, even though he he obviously uh, he wasn't quite right with uh, with Jimmy Garoppolo's situation going forward when he said that they've got equity with him, and you know maybe they trade him in the offseason, and so yeah, Jimmy's a free agent, and 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 Jimmy is most likely going to leave, even though we've learned to never say never on that. But even that said, I still agree with what he said uh, going forward. In the near term, at least, and maybe the long term, if you handicap, this is a great night. It's not just that the 49ers have the opportunity to win the NFC West tonight. The 49ers may well have the opportunity to be the class of the NFC West for the next two, three years to come. Maybe even more, but the Arizona Cardinals, we haven't spent that much time on what happened Monday night. This just flipped their organization upside down. Yeah. They just paid this guy, and you could make the case that they shouldn't have paid him even if he was going to play. Right. Now he's not even going to play. So what do they do next year? Are they, they getting pay him. Are they, well, they pay him, but what, what are they doing at that position for someone to play? Are they getting a new head coach? Is Sean McVay leaving? Does Matt Stafford want to play? I think they're all yeses, and the last one's a no. You got two teams that are at ground zero, and I could sort of make the case that the Seahawks are too. They may like Geno Smith, but what are they going to pay him? I think that uh, Robert's right, though. He'll probably get a two or three year deal, and he'll get you know fifteen to twenty million a year, which you know they'll get him a the kind of a contract where it'll be front loaded to where next year. No matter what, you'll probably have drafted his replacement or found his replacement. Yeah. So it'll be a three-year deal, but it'll really be a two-year deal that they can get out of in one year. But does that scare you? Like, so if you're a 49er fan, you, if you're like, okay, they're going to go with Geno Smith, you're like, dude, I mean... No, good for them. Yeah. It's we, good for them. It, it doesn't scare me as much as it would scare me if I was an Arizona fan, because we talked about this before, Mark, and the Kyler Murray dead cap number <laughs> going into next year... Do you know what his dead cap is right oh my now? Gosh. Uh, I would guess it to be his dead cap figure. Well, I mean, what? I mean, it's got to be eighty million dollars. Ninety-seven million dollars <laughs> is his dead cap hit. Oh my gosh! They have an out in twenty twenty-eight, as we discussed. Oh, sweet! That's right around is, the corner. That's only it? five more years of Kyler <laughs> yeah. what, Murray. What would Kyle Shanahan say about twenty twenty-eight? Yeah, I ain't got no idea if we're gonna even be alive by that. Seriously, yeah. Kyler Murray makes two million next year, and then it goes thirty-seven million in twenty 
24. And but at least he'll be back for that year. Uh, yeah, so he'll play. So they only lose two million bucks next Man. year. Man. Good for them. So, yeah, they're in a Look, there are three teams in the NFL. We've said it a couple of times. There are three teams in the NFL who have contractually put themselves in a terrifying spot for the next five years of football. They are the Arizona Cardinals, the Denver Broncos, and the Cleveland Browns. Um, It's only been two games for Watson. I don't know if he's going to turn back into some version of what he looked like before. But based on what uh, we've seen from him, I mean, if we're going to have a conversation about Jordan Poole's emotions and how those can go to a court, uh, like Deshaun Watson's a different person now than he was when he played for the Houston Texans. And you guaranteed him so much money. I'd be terrified based on what I've seen so far. I think the Browns have one offensive touchdown in those two games since he's come back. Like, there's no getting out of this. There's no get. And the Browns, not only did they do that, they ticked off the rest of the league. Like, I can draw a direct line to Deshaun Watson's deal and why Lamar Jackson is still holding out. I thought you were going to draw it to Kyler Murray and, and well, to an extent, Russell Wilson, Yeah, too. but th- those two guys didn't get the guarantee that Deshaun got, even right. though they got big deals. But the reason Lamar is sitting there going, I'm not signing anything, is because, A, he doesn't have an agent, but B, it's, it's A to B for him. He's like, yeah. my division mate got this, and I'm better. Kyler Murray got $189.5 million guaranteed. guaranteed. So the two thirty wasn't fully guaranteed, but basically, it was about a fully guaranteed deal. And Kirk Cousins got the first fully guaranteed yep. contract. But it was much shorter. Was, yeah, much, shorter. much smaller, much shorter. Yeah. 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 So, I like the Ravens. This is funny. I had this conversation with someone last week. The Ravens-Lamar conversation, I get both sides. They're both right. Lamar's sitting there going, Deshaun's got that and I'm better. And the Ravens are like, you're right. But that was a banana head deal. Exactly. And we can't do that. And They're I think both because, right. And I think, and you make a great point. I was just thinking about it in terms of Baltimore. If you're Baltimore, you're pointing and saying, yeah, you're better, but look what happened with his guarantee. Right. He's not very good, and they're on the hook for him for, is it a seven-year deal? A um, six, I mean, it's a long, it's long a, contract. It's at least five. I'll look it up. It's at least five, and and, a, and maybe it's six because this year, obviously, was that, it's five. You're it right, was it's that five. waste year where they, didn't, they gave him a $1 million deal because they knew he was going to be suspended. So, yeah, five-year, $230 million contract. <laughs> fully guaranteed. And do you know who plays one another this weekend? That would be Baltimore and Cleveland. Okay. And Baltimore's sticking their third string quarterback out there. Watch them go win. And if I'm the Ravens, I call Lamar Jackson, who's not playing in the game, and I go, do you want to know why we can't give you Deshaun Watson's deal? Because they did, and they can't even beat Anthony Brown with him. (laughs) Tyler so, Huntley, by the way, starting. Cleared concussion Oh, protocol. he cleared? Yes. Okay, good. All Adjust right. your fantasy lineups accordingly. If you're playing that, if, if you're taking Tyler Huntley to the playoffs, you got problems. John Harbaugh but, did not confirm he would be the starter, though. Okay. Mm. Okay. Oh, oh that's playing interesting. It close to the vet. Exactly. Oh, that intrigue. That. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just like I didn't think Brock Purdy was starting tonight. We're all right? waiting for that one. By the yeah. way, the Deshaun Watson dead cap number. Oh, gosh. As it sits, $219.9 million. When's their out? Never? They don't have an out in yeah. a fully guaranteed contract. Your out is when the contract expires. Exactly. In 26. Yeah. So, yeah, even your dead cap money. In 2026, the last year of the deal is still 54.9. Yeah. 
Because that's uh, the 8.9 signing bonus that kicks in you, annually. I'm telling you, Brock Purdy may have. I'm not going to say he did because it's only seven quarters of football. He may have saved this whole thing. He may have saved it because the 49ers, A, there's two ways he saved it. A, you want to still win this year. Yeah. And and now it looks like you, you're you viable. Can, yeah, you can. You're viable at least. But the second thing was you're going to get to next year and you're thinking, okay, Trey Lance is our quarterback, but we got to have a good plan B because he's coming off injury and we don't even know if he's good yet. So what's our plan B? And does that plan B force you to go break off a contract that you don't want to break off? Is that person Jimmy Garoppolo? How do you pay big money for a good quarterback who you're also telling, but you might not play? Exactly. Like it was a really dicey situation. And if Brock plays well the rest of the way, you're chilling. Problem solved. You got two cheap quarterbacks, and you're hoping that at least one of them, if not both of them, can play. Yeah, and it looks like both can play. We don't know if Trey Lance can play. You you expect that he will be able to Oof. when he gets healthy next year. But if you're Lamar Jackson and you're looking at Deshaun Watson, you're probably the biggest Cleveland Browns fan outside of Cleveland because if Deshaun <laughs> plays well, then you can go to Baltimore and say, hey, see, these guaranteed deals, you got to have a good QB. You get he got guaranteed. I need to get guaranteed. But if Deshaun Watson stinks the entire year, that hurts Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I mean, I know I, I know what you're saying. That's an emotional thing. I'm sure he's rooting for the Ravens to win. He's gonna be of back course. in a week, and he wants his team to be in the playoffs. No, but third. when Deshaun is playing but, other teams, I'm yeah. sure he's hoping Deshaun looks good. I think that even if Deshaun ends up looking good, I think teams and I'll go ahead and use the word collusion. Teams have called one another, and they're like. Everybody understand, we're not doing that. What Cleveland did, they went rogue. They broke the code. Cleveland is Tim Donaghy. They are one rogue team on a journey of self. We are not doing that. And we'll see. We'll see how long they can hold it off. Because somewhere along the line, the big boy is going to come in and it's going to be like, oh, 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 yeah, you are. Because Lamar is one of those guys where you're like, you're a top seven quarterback. I get that. But you're not Mahomes and Allen. Right. Like, Allen's going to be the one. When Allen's deal is up, what does he do? Does he go to Buffalo and go, oh, you're right. You're not doing the Deshaun deal. You're going to do it even better. <laughs> you're going to do $350 million guaranteed. $250 million. I want the Correa contract. Allen's uh, contract, by the way, because he did sign an extension which kicks in after this year, uh, six years, two hundred and fifty-eight million, including one hundred and fifty guaranteed. So he's going to have to wait for another cycle of contracts before he can be that guy okay. to go get that big bag. And I know Mahomes has already gotten his extension as well. Well, then we'll see that it'll be someone else. And and you know who it would be right now? The Joe th Burrow. No, the fascinating conversation right now is going to be Jalen Hurts. Because this, this guy's not even a top-level draft pick, and I think he's going to win the MVP of the league, and he's going to be able to, in a couple years, be like, so, let's talk about this. And they're oh. going to be like, well, we didn't even... We weren't even sure if you were good. <laughs> and Seriously. he's going to be he's gonna be the MVP of the league. Who knows? He might be a Super Bowl champ by then. Four-year, $6.025 million dollar contract. <laughs> he's got 2.8 guaranteed and uh, an average salary of $1.5 million. When, when did he sign that? What year are we in for him? Three? 
Is this uh, year three? This is uh, this is year three. This is year three yep. of a four-year deal. Correct. So, so next year he's going to make a total of one point nine, and then he's in a UFA but ex- in twenty four. But extension eligible this off season, right? Good call, yeah, extension eligible. So if this guy wins the MVP in the Super Bowl, how's that conversation go? Oh, if he, I mean, think about what uh, what Carson Wentz got, mm-hmm. right? And that was, you know, before yeah. he didn't win the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. So they're, they're, that's an interesting spot and right there. especially because the way this team would win the Super Bowl, it's because of his legs and his arm. And it's not all because of him, but he has been a tour de force for that offense. Speaking of Philadelphia legends, how about if we talk to one Herm Edwards? He is going to join us next. That's what's up next on the game. Brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking. No compromises on Willard and Dibs. Bonte Hill, the morning roll, 6 to 9, Monday through Friday, right here on 95.7 a game. Now back to Willard and Dibs. What are you guys doing? What are you doing? Hey, Dibs, what is that? Is that a two, three, four? Come on, coach. I don't know. What'd you use on the uh, on the sides in that haircut, Bonte? A two? A three? A four? Probably what are you, more of a one. What are you doing? I go zero every time. Well, yes, you take yeah, it all do. the way down. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, new merch in the merch shop. Check it out. Relevant t-shirts. Not Mr. Irrelevant. Relevant t-shirts. What are you doing t-shirts? Hoodies. Get over there. 957thegameshop.com. And hang with us right now because we're about to talk to you. I mean, he's just one of my favorite personalities. It, it doesn't matter. We, we, we could talk about Thanksgiving menu. I could talk about anything with this guy. And I find it to be entertaining. Uh, but let's talk football. At least mostly. It's Herm Edwards, everybody. Hey, coach. How you doing? I'm doing well, and thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's good. Glad to have you. What does it say about a coach in the NFL when a team is winning with their third quarterback of the year? <laughs> well, that doesn't surprise you. Uh, I think Coach Shanahan is, is probably one of the best play callers uh, in the National Football League. And, and I think this, too, when you think about how he runs his offense, it's, it's quarterback-friendly. Um, you know, he's going to script things for you to do, and you just got to get the ball to the guys that can to catch it and run off with it. I mean, that's how this offense has always been, you know, played. And, and when you play against them, you know that. Their foundation is run. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Game, and then from there, 
they get into the pass game and, and you know with formations with different personnel groups all those things become part of it I think you got to have a smart quarterback for sure because of all the things he's going to ask you to do what do you make of all of the formations that he uses, Coach, and all the pre-snap motion and all the rest of it? Is this something that defenses should by now be able to adjust to, or does it just present so many problems because you don't know exactly where the ball's going to end up going? Well, you're right. Personnel groups have something to do with that, but the shifts in motions, obviously, um, they're trying to read your mail with that. You know, when you shift motion, whatever you do, that's, that's part of the deal. That's why they do that. Are you in man? Are you in zone? You know, um, is the front shaded a little bit different? Are the linebackers shaded different when we get into this? So, you know, it's all about gathering information. And it's not so much on that play, but it's looking at it from afar and going, okay, at halftime or in the second quarter, we're going to adjust because when, they, when we do this, this is what they do. So it's, it's just gathering information as the game is being played. Herm Edwards with us here, Willard and Dibbs, 95-7 the game. Coach, I know you've worked with young quarterbacks in the past. You were working one at, uh, with one at Arizona State not not yep. too long ago. Uh, this is Brock Purdy's first road start. What, what would you yeah. say, like, what's the difference between what he's done so far and now the environment that he's going to face tonight? Well, he's had the comforts of home, and, and you know, and, and that's always helpful. Uh, going on the road is a different deal. It just is, and you know it. And that's what I said about the Miami. I said, you know, right now, does, does that offense travel? You know, can this offense travel? And, and right now, I think people have kind of figured it out a little bit. 49ers had a blueprint of what to do. Don't allow them to throw the ball to numbers, make it very difficult, make him throw the ball down the boundary. Um, and in the last two weeks, people have done that. I think for Brock, I mean, it's just a matter of just running the offense and, and, and keeping the car in the right lane. You know, you don't get in the fast lane. Just stay in the middle, and you're going to be fine. And, and there'll be some bumps. But I think the thing that I like about what's happening, what's transpiring just from afar, the defensive players appreciate what this young guy has done. A young guy, you know, not expected to play. He's the third quarterback, like you guys mentioned. I recruited the kid. He's from Arizona and he went to Iowa State, so I know a little bit about him. It's not too big for him, but he's running the offense where, you know, when you think about it, there's going to be about six or seven plays he's going to have to make throwing the ball. And other, everything else will be scripted for him. Just get it to the guy that can run with the ball, and he'll make 10 yards. You know, this is a great offense in this sense. You could throw a five-yard pass, and if you hit it on the scene, it becomes a 20-yard pass, right? How much of a luxury is it for him to have Brandon Ayuk, and where exactly did he learn how to run the routes the way he runs those routes, Coach? Well, he was he, when we recruited him. You knew he was going to be kind of special. Um, and uh, after obviously uh, Nikhil Harry left, he was the next guy up, and, and he took well advantage of it. And what he can do, and you guys have seen him now, he can run after the catch. And I think if if you're a Forty Nine er fan, that's what this offense brings to the table. You know, it's not an offense that you look at and go, "Oh, they're throwing the ball down the field like fifty times." No, it might get down there every once in a while, but it's really about getting the ball out of their hands, getting guys in space, and making guys miss. That's why Deagle is so electric. You know, they, they use him in so many numerous ways, and hopefully he's going to get back sooner or later because he's fun to watch. But when you think about how they use him, how they use, uh, obviously, McCaffrey, I mean, that, 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 that's a, just dealing with those guys, and then you got Kittle. I mean, it, it, it's hard to defend all those guys. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Coach Herm Edwards with us. Coach, you mentioned you recruited Brock Purdy. I'm, I'm curious yeah. what the experience was like and what you saw. Oh, classy kid, you know, and uh, dad, parents, 
good. It's just, you know, just really classy. And, and kind of knew what he wanted to do. Obviously, we were kind of late on the, you know, you know, recruiting him in the country. We, we got there late, and, you know, he had already kind of figured he was going to go to Iowa State and ended up going there. But when he got had to play, you know, I was sitting watching him in the studio, and I'm going, everybody looking at me, I said, he's going to be fine. And, and know this, the guy played 48 snaps. I mean, you know, he, I mean, not snaps, 48 games in college. He's not like he only played quarterback, you know, 20 games. He played 48 games in, in college. And the thing that people don't realize, every day that guy went on the field, he was the other quarterback servicing the defense, right? So the defensive players knew what kind of kid he was. So he saw the speed of the defense every day because he practices against it because he was the quarterback. He was the look team quarterback. And so it's funny when you watch the players and he had to go in the game, the players like, we're back and say, we got you, man. You should go play. And you look at this defense, Coach, and you, you see Fred Warner and Nick Bosa and Hufunga and all the rest of them in the secondary. As a coach, when you are able to roll out a defense like that, it's got to feel pretty good even when you punt the ball away. Well, yeah. And, and now the thing is, now you can't keep rolling them out there, right? I mean, the worst-case scenario is you, you can't have a lot of three and outs because then, you, then you're putting them on the field too much. And I think they've improved. The thing that I watched early with the, with them, the front seven was, was was really good. The secondary at times gave up plays that you go what? At times playing with bad eyes, just playing with bad eyes, with dirty eyes. And I think they're cleaning that up as we go. But they're very talented. They run to the ball. They take a lot of pride in the fact that they're the number one defense in football right now, and they know that. I think every time they go on the field, it reminds me of our days with John when he was in Tampa with us. That's where we were. We had this great defense. And they took pride in going, hey, man, this is what we do. We're going to go out there, and this is what they expect, and we're going to show them that this is what we are, right? And so they're taking great pride in it. It's fun to watch. Uh, Coach Aram Edwards, uh, Mr. Former Eagle, who's better, Eagles or Niners? Right now I'm going to say – I'm going to say the Eagles because of the quarterback. Quarterback's playing really good, guys. Yeah, he is. And you, you say what you want. Um, but when you have a really good quarterback, you sleep good on Saturday night. When you don't have a good quarterback, guys, the field's 150 yards long. Yeah. Long yep. field. Yep. You know, yep. and, and, he, and I just think he's improved throwing the ball. We knew he could run. Now, getting A.J. Brown, that kind of helped him. <laughs> he throws it up that big fella, and he just jumps up and catches it. But I like the way they're playing. You know, I'm not just saying that because I'm an Eagle. You know, I am. look, I'm a John Lynch fan too. Now, so I mean, let's let's don't get it twisted. Yeah, many stretches of imagination. But um, I just think they've been the most consistent team, right? When you watch them play, it's like man, right? You keep wanting them like, huh? But they just. You know, they, 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 they play in all, all levels, man. Special teams is good. The defense is good. Defense is good, too, now. They got to get defense, guys. Yeah. Get after you now. High-octane offense. You know? Another come-from-behind story, Geno Smith on display tonight. How impressed are you by Geno and how he's been able to resurrect his career? Yeah, there's a couple quarterbacks in the league. He happens to be one of them. You know, how about Jared Goff? He's another one. There's, yeah. there's, there's some guys that have resurrected their careers, as we know. I think Geno... It's done a marvelous job. He was hot at one point early in the season. You know, people say, "Well, he, this guy might be the MVP." He, he's thrown some 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 balls where you just kind of scratch your head, right? Like, "Uh oh, don't do that." Then then you then you say, "Oh, this ain't the old Geno, is it?" 
I don't think it is. I just think this. He doesn't have a great defense. And when you think about the Seattle Seahawks guys, first thing that comes to your mind when you think about all those guys when they had, you know, that great defense they had, that's not those guys right now. I mean, they're like 29th in total defense. So he's having to do some things sometimes in games that they get behind to try to score the ball. Now that guy Metcalf, well, he's, he's kind of fun to watch too. He's a big, big target. But when Geno has to do it too much, it, it's, it, it can get him in trouble, right? And this is a good test for him. It's a good test for Brock Purdy. Going on the road playing these guys because this is a division game. Seattle's still in it. You know, they're trying to get to it. But I know one thing, you, you can't do what Tampa Bay did against San Francisco. Ask Captain America to go back there 55 times and throw the football. Right. You ain't winning, you ain't winning that game. Yeah, yeah, right. game. It, it becomes a guy game. And he, couldn't, he was trying to pull his cape out. And, no, you ain't pulling your cape out. No. no. <laughs> it was, guys, and I'm a, I'm a Brady fan, obviously, but it's like it was, it was sad to watch. It's like he got no shot. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you can't do this, guys. You can't do this to this guy. guy first one is 45 years old. I said, you going to ask him to go back 55 times because of San Francisco defense? I said, guys, come on, stop all this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it would have been sadder to watch uh, but uh, you know, if it were against the, uh, a different team. But, but we kind of enjoyed it here, uh, Coach. But uh, very well said. Coach, always great to hear you, man. Thank you for coming on. That's all mine, man. God bless you both. All right, there you, you go. Too, Absolutely, there the it best. is. Herm Edwards, right here on ninety-five-seven. The game. It's all sponsored by Lucky California. Steiny and Goo are going to jump in here next on Willard and Dibs. You don't know Jordan Poole. It's JP with the Golden State Warriors. Now back to Willard and Dibs. All right, JP, you're a starter now. Gonna have to do the darn thing. I was in the pool! Uh, it has not been a pool party so far this year. No pool parties. Uh, maybe as the weather gets warmer, we'll see a little bit more of a pool party. It's been cold out there. Freezing yeah. outside, my gosh. Thought this was California. Anyway, uh, Steiny and Goo are gonna jump in here in a sec. Um, this is interesting. I think everybody should know this. Ken Rosenthal just wrote an article. And it's his job. It is. Yeah, that's not the interesting oh, okay. part. I was going to say. <laughs> nah, I mean, the dude, it's literally Super his interesting. Job. Super interesting. Great tidbit, Willard. Yeah. yeah. Here's another interesting piece. Stein and Goo are going to host a talk show. Yeah, yeah, man. There you go. Um, here's the headline, or the sub-headline. Where will Major League Baseball draw the line if it determines teams are using long-term deals to beat the luxury tax? All right. We've talked a lot about this in the last week or so. Trey Turner, Xander Bogarts, Carlos Correa, and Aaron Judge, and beyond. Everybody wants a deal till they're 40. And I do believe a piece of that is the players saying, all right, fine, you're not going to let me be a free agent in my 20s? Well... I'm a uh, like I'm gonna take, hit you for ten years. I'm gonna take you down when I've got the power, and I support the players in that. But here's one thing where I think fans actually they they get it wrong because how many fans have come up to you in the last forty eight hours and been like, okay, Correa, great, but thirteen years? What the hell are they doing? Right. This is what they're doing. Yeah. I love that Rosenthal's like if baseball determines. The teams are using long-term deals to beat the luxury tax. Yeah, 
That's exactly what they're doing. So when you see these teams go, oh, no, 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 we're not going to do nine years. We're going to do 10 or 12 or more. The deal from the Padres to Aaron Judge, the offer was $400 million. You heard that part. You didn't hear that it was going to be a 14-year deal. Right. Nowhere near $40 million a year, which is what he got from the New York Yankees. The reason for that is not because the player wants some long-term security. When they get three hundred or $350 million, they don't have to worry about money right. for the rest of their lives. They obviously don't give a rip. Trey Turner didn't give a rip. It's the, guaranteed, so they're getting the money. The point is, the teams are going, look, We'll do $350 million, but I need it spread out over 13 years and not 10. So while it feels like the team is getting raked over because they got to pay a guy till he's 41, right. they don't care. No. It helps them pay him until he's 41 exactly. rather than paying him till he's 37. And paying into the tax all those years and having to pay additional money that's basically money that's getting shoveled into the furnace. You're not getting anything from that money. So if... Carlos Correa is a guy who's going to make $350 million, and you know that, and you're willing to pay that. You'd much rather pay it over a longer period of time, even though you're not going to get services for that money when he's 38, 39. He might be... He might be done. You might want to cut him when he's got three years left. If he's if he's a player who's no longer any good, yep. you may end up eating that. And unfortunately, that's going to be bad PR down the road. But in the short term, hopefully you'll win championships because you'll have more room underneath the you know, the, the tax that you have to pay right. to find more players. Yeah, the pools thing wouldn't have been bad PR if the Angels had won while he was there and, and, and right. playing well. Right. He never did actually play that well. He played okay. He was never the guy that he was with the Cardinals. But that's exactly right. And by the way, Correa is making about 26.9 per year for the Giants. However, we haven't seen, at least I haven't, if somebody else has, let me know. I haven't seen how it's spread out year by year. Maybe he's making... 34 million a year for the first five years, and then it tanks down on the back end. I know Hosmer's deal in San Diego was like that. So let's project forward 13 years from now when Jude is buying beer at Oracle Park. I can't picture it. Okay? Jude's buying beer at Oracle Park, and Correa is making 22 mil. Okay? In 13 years. Do you know what 22 mil is going to feel like for a player's salary in 13 Vet years? Min? Seriously. <laughs> I mean, what is Shohei... Veteran minimum. What's Shohei making between now and then? Like, Correa's deal won't be half of that. Right. So when you say, oh my gosh, they may just cut him, people are like, you're not going to cut someone who's making 20... Yeah. You might. You might. You absolutely might. Well, think about, like, Pablo and how much Boston ate when they gave him $75 million. Totally. They ended up eating about 60 of it, I they think. They gave $95 million. Oh, yeah. And so they ended up eating, like, 70 or whatever million yeah, of it. Exactly. And so just, and that's money five, <laughs> six years ago. And you think about $22 million, you're right. And I always wonder, Mark, isn't there going to be a time where these salaries finally level off and maybe even actually kind of come down, but it's never gotten to that point. Nope. I mean, look what Steph Curry's making. In the final year of his deal, he's going to be making damn near $60 million, and that'll feel maybe like, not a bargain, but he's going to be worth every penny. I, I feel like, just like there's Christmas every year, there's us going, I can't believe what they're spending. And I, It's got to, it, it can't sport, keep going up, Every Mark. sport, yeah. right? Like, here's a prediction. I got one sports prediction for you for next year, for 2023. Here it is. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, first week of July, Everyone will go like, wow.
<laughs> I can't believe what they're spending in the NBA. What do you mean, fifty-two million a year? Yeah, yeah. And ten years from now, it'll be eighty. Oh my God! Yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo is getting two hundred million Thank for you. one season for a year, and that's in. He can't even play anymore. He's playing in Saudi Arabia. He's almost four. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 